This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And well, good morning, Canada. Zucchino in studio. Weeksy not in this morning, so Adam Scully sitting in for Bob Weeks. Good to be back. And uh, Bob Weeks is running. Shocking. Yes, where, he's at a it's an, the Ottawa Marathon. Is that accurate? I believe that's. The I know name we're going to yeah. hear from him uh, at the second hour. We're going to hear from Bob. Get yep. his feelings, his thoughts on what's transpired at the Tour Championship mm-hmm. already, because. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the last week of the season. Yep. My Lord. It's gone by so if, fast. Although this morning, it feels like the last week well, of the season. Comparing, I remember hosting last week. I was saying, I'll oh, get the shorts ready, you know, and then you go outside today, and it's 11 degrees with wind. Yeah. It's, it's cold. We have layers on today. Now, think about this, Skull. So, like, a year from now, we're going to be three, like, three weeks ago, we would have handed out the FedEx Cup a year from Yeah. Now, right? Four weeks ago, roughly. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Labor Day. Is it Labor Day? Is it Labor Day? Around there? That sounds Getting right. Getting it out Labor Day? I'll take a look. No. No, I thought it was earlier than that. Take a look. I thought it was August. They're handing it out in August. Yeah, they are handing it out in August. August 25th is the What's final. August okay. 24th yeah. or August 25th is the final day of the season. Yeah, that sounds right as I... So... Reason knowing is I leave for Ireland the next day. Oh, there you go. So I know this. Yeah, I August twenty fifth. There you go. August twenty fifth. There you go. Confirmed. So we leave for Ireland on the twenty sixth. Oh, it's go. like season's over. See ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> you mean they're finally stopped yeah. playing golf? Yeah. Well, and then this year there's what a two or three week break, and then the next season starts. Yeah. In Napa. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna flip it around right away. So, um, but uh, it'll October be a 4th. very yeah. different year. But I think it'll be better. I think it'll be better. Um, you know, obviously what Tiger's doing, and we're going to get into this today, but obviously what Tiger's doing is putting a bit more of a spotlight on uh, maybe the FedEx Cup this weekend what, than what would normally be there. That was always the issue, right? That was always the uh, uh, the problem, is get, getting it away from the NFL playoff, uh, NFL uh, regular mm-hmm. season kicking mm-hmm. off, you know, and they, they want that spotlight. Did you play any golf this week? Uh, played last, uh, last Saturday, and... Um... Yeah, played last Saturday and it wasn't ideal. And uh, sorry, it was ideal, I should say. Sorry, um, weather was uh, decent, but uh, I won't play this week. Um, I will say I must give a quick shout out to Mama Skulls. What did Mama Skulls do? She is going on Monday yeah. for a fitting for some Twist Face technology. Nice. Yes, we're flipping them all one at a time. Yeah, she's uh-huh. using a driver. Probably from about 2006. Oh, it's time. Yeah, so she needs a technology uh, upgrade. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so uh, she's going to bomb at about 260, and we're hoping to win the uh, mother-son uh, uh, club cha- or parent-child club championship for the third straight year. Right, so uh, tomorrow's the big one at the Zucchino household. Wow. As Marty and I uh, are in the parent-child, and Angry Mike and Heather are also playing as the wow. uh, twosome. So there's a lot on the line here. Bragging rights in the Zucchino household. Wow. There's lots. It's a major. Big there could be alive. blood. There will be blood. <laughs> Not there could be. There will be blood. <laughs> Bloodshed. So yeah. uh, that's great. Uh, I played Thornhill for the first time in years uh, this week. Haven't played there course. in years. It's a really good golf yeah. course. Yeah, I, was, I, I just couldn't remember. You know, it, 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 
you play so much golf and, and it's got to be 15 years and yeah. good friend, my good friend, David Mary joined, yeah. joined up there and, uh, had me out and we had a great day. And, uh, I just, uh, I was horrible, man. You know, what kind of sick twisted sport do we play where you're not allowed to take two weeks off? Like At all, yeah. if I take, if I took two weeks off hockey, I'd remember how to skate and shoot. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, but in golf, no bueno. it could be like, it felt like two years and like before I left, for Ireland, yeah. and b- before I put the clubs down for two weeks, you know, it was really hard to shoot anything worse than two over. Like, really hard. Like, even with my putting, I was somewhere between two under and two over every time I went out. End of story. Pretty good. And, like, when I got back and tried to play golf, it was like I never played the game before. It was like, I sh- like it was horrible. And I always go back to this. We got a busy show, so we I got to get the news and headlines here. But I, I always go back to this. Ben Hogan had a really great saying. Hogan used to say he's like top three ball strikers really of all time. Ben Hogan, right? And he used to say, if I don't hit golf balls for a day, I notice. If I don't hit for golf balls for two days, my caddy notices. If I don't hit golf balls for three days, everybody notices. Ooh. That was Hogan's and two line. weeks. And I did two weeks, and guess, guess what? I'm not one of the top three ball strikers of all time. Not yet. So. No, we got a great <laughs> Jesus. We got a great show, busy show. Bob will be calling in later in the show to give us his uh, take on FedEx Cup, Tiger, etc. We'll do winners weird and what. We will break down the new FedEx Cup system. It was announced this week. We kind of saw this coming. We knew there were going to be changes, but there's a lot of changes. There's regular season money. There's a bump to the playoff money. A brand new structure. We'll tell you everything. Thing you need to know about the new FedEx Cup system. Uh, we'll have an interview with Bob one-on-one with Roger Sloan. Roger stamped his ticket, punched his ticket to the uh, PGA Tour um, last week on the Web.com Tour. So he will join the Team Canada for 2018-19 on the PGA Tour. We'll hear Bob one-on-one with Roger Sloan. And we will hear some audio from the uh, Tour Championship as well. Tiger, Justin, Rory, all in contention at Eastlake. But first, let's do some news and headlines. News and headlines is brought to you by Porter Airlines. Now flying direct to 16 Canadian destinations and 7 U.S. destinations direct, including Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visit flyporter.com. Porter Airlines, flying refined. Well... Interesting leaderboard, to say the least, at Eastlake. And it seems, Scully, that every time Tiger tees it up now, he has a chance to win, yet Mm. he hasn't won yet. Like you, With the exception of possibly Firestone, he didn't really get too close or too much in the mix at Firestone. With the exception of Firestone, man, you got to go back to before the Open Championship to really find a golf tournament where he didn't really have a chance to win. Yeah, it's, it's great to see him doing what he's doing, especially with this driver. I mean, yesterday it was all over the map a little bit. That transition, that that uh, right shoulder impact really got high at times. But uh, he really grinded out a two-under round yesterday that, you know, maybe earlier in the year would have gone to one or two over. Yeah, it's a good point. But uh, his short game really held him in there, and uh, he played that last hole beautifully, just missed the eagle putt. Uh, but it'll be fun to see him in the final group with Justin and Rose at 2.30 today. Yeah, 2.30 today will go Rosie, world number one, Tiger Woods, uh, seven under par. They will take a two-shot lead into the weekend with Rory McIlroy. Rory has uh, five under. He's one shot back. There's a host of players at uh, four under, including uh, JT and John Rahm. So good week coming up at Eastlake. Uh, and I hate to say it because... You know, putting trying to put things in perspective of of you know what he's come back from and and whatnot, but at this juncture in the game, 
considering everything he's done this year, if he doesn't win this week, starting from this position in the weekend, the weekend's a failure. Yeah, I, you know, it, it. I guess it depends. I mean, if he gets outplayed, you know, if if Rosie goes sixty-five, sixty-five, it's sort of you know. Good I'm, not, I'm not saying good, good there's plan. yeah. There's certainly better ways of losing. You don't want to beat yourself. Yeah. Right. But but if if we see some loose shots like we saw, you know, at the Open Championship when he hit those uh, the bad tee shot on on uh, twelve and that that bad or that poor club uh, the poor course management on eleven when he made that double mm-hmm. bogey. Mm-hmm. You look at the PGA Championship that uh, flare right off the tee on right. seventeen. If if we can avoid that costly. You know, bogey or shot that really cost him down the stretch on Sunday. I, I think he's he's moving in the right direction. I definitely think you're right, and I definitely think he's moving in the right direction. But I think at this point with Tiger, man, you know what he's thinking, mm-hmm. right? And it, no matter what he says, uh, already mentioned the new FedEx Cup system. Uh, FedEx Cup system. We will get into that later. But Scully, what was your initial reaction when you heard the announcement? You saw the details. What was your initial reaction? My initial reaction was, you know, there's going to be less confusion <laughs> around the actual Tour Championship, and say, oh, you know. If if he makes this birdie, he's now moved up to three versus, you know, at this point, Justin Rose would have whatever, you know, a six-shot lead right now on the field if it was next year's event. It is a little Mickey Mousey maybe. You know, it's a little I gotta tell you, gimmicky, I would gotta say. I got to tell you, although I like a lot of things about this and I know where they're going, I haven't really come to grips on how I feel about it yet. Yeah. Most people that I have talked to, your average golf fan, and they have, like, bumped into me this week, and they have they have been like, what is this? This is garbage. Yeah. That was their initial reaction. Your average golf fan hates this right now. Well, it's sort of like... We should are, tweet this out. We'll do that during the break. We we're should. We're going to tweet it out. I know we're going to get into this later, but it's sort of, you know, you, you show up, are you going to have two different scorecards? Right. You know, like, you're going to have your, tour, your FedEx Cup and your actual scorecard. It's, it's a very interesting... It's weird, to say the least. It's different, to say the least. And let's get uh, let's get our, our listeners' take on it. We'll, we'll tweet it out uh, during the, the break as yeah. well. Web. Uh, web.com. Com Tour Finals going on, and good news. This is the last chance to make it to the PGA Tour. And right now, it looks like Ben Silverman, through 36 holes, is projected to vault up 62 spots to the 23rd spot. There's 25 cards left. He is just inside that window, so Silverman could find his way back to the PGA Tour and join uh, six others that are already set to go for 2018-19 for Team Canada. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Scully, horrible news. Uh, Young 22-year-old Iowa State golfer. uh, Let me see if I can get her name correctly. Celia Barquin Arizamina, a Spaniard girl was stabbed to death by a homeless man, 22 years old, just outside her home course in Ohio. Like, I guess men- mental illness, I yeah, guess. It's, like, it's, there's no reason to make any sense of this. Well, and, and you know, to see the, the you know, everyone in, in the golfing world reach out and extend their condolences. You know, there's the saying that, you know, the golf course is, is a safe is a safe place to be. And um, this is just a horrible story. And, and to re- really read into it and, and see how um, this young lady was playing alone and, and went through the, the foursome ahead of her. And then when that foursome reached uh, two holes later, the, all they saw was her bag alone and her cell phone and her tees were just all over the ground. And you think, what is going on? And then they called the police and they found the body in the water. Uh. It, it uh, makes you sick. Yeah, yeah, it makes you sick. Yeah. So. All right. Um, on happier news to end news and headlines, uh, congressional 
It's yeah. been, uh, this is interesting because this is not the first course we've seen that was a U.S. Open Rota that has, I guess, been plucked from the USGA and put into the PGA Rota because they, once you go one way, they tend You're to stay, the, the other yeah. one tends to stay away from you. Beth Page will host the PGA Championship next year, which would lead us to believe that its U.S. Open days are more than likely behind. It's interesting because Beth Page was known as this, diff, you know, very difficult very, you know, black I know. course. That sort so, of thing. Uh, you know, uh, USGA going in a different direction these days, as we've seen with Aaron Hills and Chambers Bay and, yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> Congressional 2031 PGA. And 2036 Ryder Cup, they will go through what has been uh, suggested as a $28 million restoration project headed up by Keith Foster and will shut down for the entire 2020 season. Uh, So it's not just the golf course, it's also facilities, driving range, etc. It's going to be a massive, massive project. And what I find most interesting about this is Reese Jones has been affiliated with Congressional Golf Club since 1981, the U.S. Open doctor, right? Yep. And since 1981, they have done multiple, multiple, multiple renovations to Congressional to basically back in 2007, Reese Jones was quoted as saying it's basically a new golf course. Mm -hmm. That was in 2007. Wow. And here we are now, 11 years later, about to be uh, 12, 13 years later, and they're going to do a $28 million. Now, before we we go to break, uh, 2036 Congressional, are we going to see a 44-year-old Rory McIlroy on that team year? Yes, and a 66-year-old Phil Phil Mickelson. Playing in his 37th (laughs) executive Ryder Cup. I love it. All right, on the other side, we'll hear from the leaders at Eastlake. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to switch today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. It is Tour Championship Weekend. The FedEx Cup, the big prize will get handed out this week. Justin Rose and Tiger Woods tied at seven under par. That's good for a two-shot lead over Rory McIlroy as we head into the weekend. And Adam, Tiger's done everything this year. A model of consistency, especially in the last three to four months, but he hasn't won. This would change everything. Let's hear Tiger Woods. This was Steve Sands from the Golf Channel. Tiger Woods, way back in December at the Hero World Challenge, Tiger, you were telling me that the process is going to be step by step. Hmm. Hadn't been a lot of days where you've backed up terrific rounds with another one the following day. So what kind of step did you take today? Well, we have a long way to go. Uh, there was still 54 more holes to play, and uh, this is not an easy golf course. This is a, a, a grinder's golf course. Got to keep hanging in there and keep making a lot of pars. And, uh, you know, I did that today. I, I didn't quite hit it as sharp as I did yesterday, but I ground out around and shot something, you know, under par. With the pressure of everything that's taking place this week, with a tournament on the line, with a FedEx Cup championship perhaps on the line, the heat and this difficult golf course, which I think people don't realize just how hard this golf mm. course is. How exhausting is a week like this? You've done it a couple of times here at Eastlake. Yeah, it's a, and you know, it's a, a long season, and uh, we've played a lot towards uh, the end of our, our season, and. And, uh, 
you know, this is not a not an easy golf course. It's a little different than we played two weeks ago, where we're firing every, absolutely every single flag. Uh, this is different. This is uh, very much strategic and lots and lots of patience here. Well, he's right about that. He's right about the fact you need patience. It pars a pretty good score here. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, Adam, I was shocked at some of the scores here. Uh, have you taken a look at the bottom end of the <laughs> yeah. Libra? This is the top 30. It's a, a guy's in the Ryder Cup. Thank you. Brooks Kepka, 7 over, Ryder Cup. Bryson DeChambeau, 6 over, Ryder Cup. Patrick Reed, 6 over, Ryder Cup. Keegan Bradley, last week's winner, 6 over. Francesco Molinari, 5 over, Ryder Cup. Phil Mickelson, 5 over, Ryder Cup. Those are your bottom six mm-hmm. positions. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. And and uh, something with Tiger that we've discussed. I know earlier in the year, if the score is closer to par, mm-hmm. I believe he always has a better chance to win. We saw it at the Honda Classic. That was one of the big ones at the Open Championship, obviously, as well. And we see seven under through two rounds, which is a pretty big... You know, it, it's great for Tiger. And now... So he has led or co-led after each of the first two rounds in a PGA Tour event 13 times since 2000. He won 12 of those times. Wow. The only time he didn't win was the 2009 PGA Championship. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes! Why Yes! Yang. And that is uh, actually like the day the magic kind of cracked there yeah, that day. That was... Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting, too, as well, is what you mentioned there about the harder it is in relation to par. It's funny because the harder it is in relation to par typically means it's a it's a deeper examination of all aspects of one game and yeah. less of an examination of a single game, typically putting. So um, it's, it's interesting to see if, if that's going to hold true, which is also the reason why his best chances to win, with the exception of maybe at Valspar, which is a very hard yeah, golf course, yeah, sure very too. hard yep. golf course, that he had better chances in majors. Absolutely. And and it's something with Tiger yesterday as well, watching, um, which was a little, I guess, concerning. He didn't quite have the A game, especially with the driver. He had a two-way miss going. Two-way miss is not good. Yeah. It's horrible. He can't play golf with two miss. But what you said off the top of the show, I think he turned a 74 into a 68. Yeah. He wouldn't have been able to do that four or five months ago. Absolutely. All right. If he gets it done this week, though, he'll have to go through this man, tied for the lead. The newly crowned world number one, Justin Rose, also at seven under after rounds of 66 and 60. He also spoke with Steve Sands. You know what's interesting, Terry? We were just having this conversation with Justin about how this golf course holds up was the quote you used. It seems like you guys are going to go crazy low out there, but then it pulls you right back. Why? I don't know. There's plenty of wedges in your hand. Uh, I think it's just hard to hit a ton of fairways. I mean, that, that was, you know, yesterday I hit a ton of fairways and I, I felt like it was a, an easy course or at least I had a round to be shot, you know, but today was much more of a struggle. I was in the rough. I was trying to control the flyers into greens. Um, sometimes I was playing for bunkers. You know, when you're in the rough, you're then just trying to play to keep the ball under the hole. You start getting flyers over the back of these greens and you're coming down these super severe and fast uh, surfaces. It, it's impossible to get the ball up and down at times. We were talking the last couple of days, number one in the world, major champion, gold medalist you would dearly love to add fedex cup champion to your already illustrious resume what does this weekend mean to you yeah of course i mean uh it, it, would, it would mean well like you say it would be another string to the bow it would be another sort of a highlight on the resume so to speak but um you know i think it's all very well winning tournaments it's just something extra about winning a season-long thing and uh, i was able to do that in europe in 07 and it gave me a tremendous amount of pride but uh to do it against the best players in the world on this tour would be absolutely incredible I have fun tomorrow with tiger should be a couple of people out there watching you guys in the third round Absolutely, no doubt. There was a, there was enough today just playing in front of him. So it will be a lot of fun. Thanks for the time, Justin. Thank you. 
If Justin's going to do it, the short game needs to get better than what it was what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Uh, this is a world number one that couldn't get up and down twice. Once from the front of the green at the BMW Championship, chunking uh, a wedge, and second, uh, but hitting a putt fat. Yeah, that was off the that was strange. That was uh, a miss hit, or as he said, it was sort of like a spongy fringe. But you're what thirty feet away in the fringe, and he hit it. Five feet short, and then missed, but and then almost missed the comebacker coming back. But uh, you know he, he's he's been a model of consistency uh, all year. Two second place finishes in the playoffs uh, thus far, and he's world number one for a reason. Yeah, he is. He, he is consistent. But if there's one thing that's held him back, it is that short oh, game. Hundred percent. Speaking of that, before we go to break, we want to hear from Rory McIlroy talking about somebody who needs a win desperately, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also someone whose short game has held him back. But this week it's interesting. This week, strokes game putting is barely. Uh, pretty much just on the numbers, average in the middle of this field. Uh, Greens and regulation, not bad at 77%. Driving accuracy right now for Rory, 28% through two rounds at Eastlake, and he's still five under. Yikes. Yeah, in that thick Bermuda. If he doesn't start putting it in the fairway, watch Rory McIlroy. He'll go backwards in a hurry hurry today. If he doesn't start putting it in a fairway, let's hear from Rory who starts the weekend two back. Rory, not much different than yesterday, maybe. Maybe a tick a little off, but, man, another solid round, just not getting much out of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not as if anyone's going anywhere on the leaderboard. So, you know, I might be one or two behind going into into tomorrow. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't birdie either of the par fives today, which was disappointing. You know, you, you, get, you pick two up there, and all of a sudden, you know, you're probably tied for the leader in the last trip going into tomorrow. But... Um, the game's all there. Um, sort of struggling with with these chip shots from the from the apron. So, probably going to do a little bit of practice here and, and see if I can if I can find the bottom and actually you know find the the golf ball before the turf. Well, I got to ask you. We all talk about patience, but how hard is it out here when you know that you have to be so perfect out here to shoot a good one? Yeah, um, I guess good and bad because it lowers your expectations. Uh, but at the same time, every every shot that you hit is a is a tough shot, you know, especially even like a simple hole, sort of simple hole like 17. That, if you don't hit, if you don't hit a good tee shot there, there's no chance you're making. You know, you're struggling to make par. You know, so even the, the holes that don't look that difficult, you know, if you put yourself out of position, um, you can make life very difficult for yourself. I called that shot at 17. I go, there's no bailout right, no bailout long, no bailout short. He's got to go left or he's going right at it. I think he's going to take it right at it. Great shot. Way to play that hole. Thanks. Yeah, that was nice. It was nice to play the last couple of our last four holes and two under par, especially after those those couple of bogeys coming in. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with today and, you know, I'm in a great position going into the weekend. Great position, but needs to be in the center of the fairway if he's going to track down Woods and Rose at 5 under. Okay, hit us up on Twitter, at Golf Talk Canada, here as we go to break. We sent out a tweet. Uh, do you like the new FedEx Cup system? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you need to see a year? Right now, Adam, 54% to our conversation in the mm. previous segment, 54% hate it. Wow. Don't like it. Think spotting shots is corny. Just don't care for it. That's in the lead right now at 54%. Love it, 31. And then 15 would like to see a year before they make an opinion. Now, on the other side, we'll hear from the latest Canadian, Roger Sloan, to punch his ticket to the PGA Tour. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to switch today.
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by JPSM Golf, Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including CartTech, MotoCaddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit jpsmgolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zacchino in studio. Weeksy in Ottawa for a marathon. <laughs> Adam Scully with me. Although Weeksy's going to call in in about an hour's time. Yep. Get his uh, take on uh, Tour Championship so far and what he's what has transpired. We've actually been doing the first 30 minutes of the show on the run. Yes, on, yes. On running on treadmills. <laughs> just to, just to stay with him. Just yeah. to stay safe. Yes. I'd be dead right now. So would I. <laughs> um, well, it looks like... We have another year of strength in numbers coming mm. on the PGA Tour. Now, what will that mean at the end of the year? Who knows? Yeah. We thought it was going to mean a lot more this year. After a year where, you know, we had McKenzie. You know, the last couple of years we had, you know, Nick Taylor win at Sanderson Farms. Yeah. And then we had Mackenzie Hughes. And we've had Adam Hadwin win and shoot 59 and be a part of a President's Cup team. And mm-hmm. a lot of momentum for Team Canada as we headed into 2017-2018. And it just didn't really transpire. Um, so let's re-hit the switch. Let's yep. reset. And it looks like for 2018-2019, we're going to have strength in numbers again. Uh, Adam Hadwin, member of the PGA Tour. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, member of the PGA Tour. Nick Taylor, member of the PGA Tour. Graham Dillette, member of the PGA Tour, question mark. Obviously, uh, med- uh, medical yeah. issues. We don't know if or when we will see uh, Graham, but hopefully sooner than later. But that's four... Uh, members of the PGA Tour. Adam Svensson, new member of the PGA Tour. That makes five. Roger Sloan, new member of the PGA Tour. That makes six. And Ben Silverman, projected to 23 with 36 holes left. He would be the seventh full-time PGA Tour card for 2018-19 if Silverman can have a good week. That'd be big. That'd be very big. Now, Roger Sloan, the last to officially punch his ticket last week with a great performance on the Web.com Tour Finals, he had an opportunity to catch up with Bob Weeks after he found out he was heading to the PGA Tour. And Roger Sloan, the uh, back onto the PGA Tour for next year after a wonderful performance in Boise. It's a wonderful year, actually, overall. We should just say that it's just one tournament that uh, that got you back on the PGA Tour, but how does it feel to be knowing that you're uh, you're going to be punching your ticket to get back to the big show? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's a pretty good feeling. Um, you know, it's always good when you get a job promotion. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're just looking forward to the challenges that the PGA Tour bring next year, and uh, more importantly, my wife's excited that we get uh, consistent childcare for <laughs> week in and week out. So, <laughs> important things matter. <laughs> um, just tell us a little bit about Boise and, and uh, the performance there and, and how you're feeling about your game as you go into the Tour Championship. Yeah, you know, uh, I had a really rough week a couple weeks ago in Cleveland. I put myself in good position after three rounds, and I really played terribly on Sunday. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I used it as a, as a you know, as a motivation. Uh, I learned from that scenario and it was funny we found ourselves in the same scenario here in Boise uh heading into the final round yesterday and uh you know we were able to, to be calm and uh got ourselves in a in a pretty good little groove and started making some pots and you know it was, it was a really good weekend obviously shooting 14 under and moving up the leaderboard quite significantly 
you know, I played well there last year, finished top 10. Uh, so, you know, I feel comfortable on that golf course. And, you know, I like the Boise area. It's very similar climate. And, um, terrain is where I grew up in, in, in the Okanagan, Smoky Main area. So, uh, yeah, it's just a comfortable place for me to be. And then heading into this week, the big finale, it's, uh, the job's not over, even though you have sort of locked up a PGA Tour card. It's obviously very, still very important to climb up as high as you can, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's not as significant as it has been in years past. Now most of the all of the 50 guys get into all five of the events in the fall. Um, they've been restructuring things on the PGA Tour side of um, commitment list. Um, so you know it, it's going to be a little, it's going to be different this week. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, there's a golf tournament to be played, a golf course to prepare for. So, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be business as usual, but, uh, in, in a little lesson, it is going to be a little bit of a victory lap for us. So we're going to enjoy our week there in Florida this week. Uh, other than, uh, consistent childcare, <laughs> what are the biggest differences you, you will see when you get to the PGA Tour compared to the web.com tour? Um, I, I think the the biggest difference is obviously the, the test of the golf courses, um, the conditions that, that they're in week in and week out. Um, they're a little bit more demanding, uh, which I actually think suits my game a little bit more. Um, so other than that, you know, there's always a challenge of, you know, you're playing against guys that have played those golf courses for a significant amount of times. This will be my second go-around out there. So I do have a little bit of knowledge. I'm not getting totally thrown into the lion's den. Um, I think most importantly, though, I'm just I'm looking forward to, uh, to testing my abilities out there again. Um, you know, every year I've gotten better as a, as a professional. It's been my goal. No matter what tour I'm playing, what continent you're playing, whatever it may be, every year my goal is to get a little bit better. And, and I know that I'm a whole lot better right now that, than I was when I first went out there. I'm better now than I was last year. Um, so we continue that process. Um, you know, I think we're going to have some good results next season. It's uh, it's not much of a break, though, is it? I mean, you're basically finishing up here, and uh, you got a little catch your breath, and then right back into the into the fray at the, on the PGA Tour. Pretty much, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm aware of that. I, I've taken a few events off here in August. Uh, it's been nice to have a week off here before Boise, and then uh, we get one more week off before the season kicks off, and in Napa, um, you know, you, you just kind of got to – it's a marathon, not a sprint, so you kind of got to pace yourself. And uh, it's nice that after Napa we have another two weeks off. So the schedule is a little bit more conducive for guys coming off this tour because it can get pretty chaotic. Congratulations to Roger Sloan. And if Ben Silverman – we should mention this. If Ben Silverman were to get it done this week and find his way back to the PGA Tour – out of those seven previously mentioned Canadians that will play on the PGA Tour in 2018-19, Adam Svensson would be the lone rookie mm-hmm. of that group because um, Roger Sloan would be headed back, Ben Silverman headed back. Uh, we know that Hadwin Hughes and Taylor and Dillette, of course, have been out there for uh, several years. So Adam Svensson with the rookie campaign in 18-19. And Roger Sloan, a pretty uh, pretty good year, uh, seven top twenty finishes uh, on the web.com. He made the cut uh, this week in, in the finale on the web.com tour. And Ben Silverman, sixty three, sixty eight thus far this and week. Something else to note here, Scully, as well before we go to break. Um, in previous years, they would wait and rank 
one through 50 with the 50 players that come off the web.com tour. So the 25 that get through at the end of the regular season on the web.com and another 25 that they're handing out here to combine the top 50 for the total web.com tour season. Those 50 go to the PGA Tour and play on the PGA Tour with the 125 that qualified for the FedEx Cup. That's 175 cards plus medical exemptions, plus champions on two-year windows like Mackenzie Hughes. Mm -hmm. By the end of it, you're kind of around 200, 210 players that have full access to the PGA Tour. 125 spots, yeah. Yeah, and there's 140 week-in, week-out roughly on the PGA Tour in a standard event, standard field, roughly around 140. For 200, 210 guys, it was very difficult for the web.com web.com tour players if you weren't in the top 10 to 20 coming off this this tour and you were like the guy with the number 41 card mm-hmm. it was very difficult to get starts which makes it very difficult to make money and get points to keep your card mm-hmm. they've reshuffled the system and they're not waiting it the same anymore so if you've got card 45 versus card 15 your access to golf in the first three months of the season before they flip the calendar, pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Ben Silverman and you're going to get in in like that almost that second-last spot, good news, Ben, you're going to have a chance to play golf for the next three months and get some very valuable starts in the bank before they flip the calendar. Well, and as we've seen, too, the fall portion of the schedule is so vital. You know, for the FedEx Cup down the run, a lot of guys take a lot of time off as they should because it's been a busy summer. But for these guys going from the web, you know, to graduate into the PGA Tour, this is a huge time for their schedule to bank points for later in the yeah. year. And grab victory. Look at what Patton Kazire <laughs> did yeah. before, the, you know, the big boys decided that it's time to go play golf. Yeah. Like, if you look what Patton Kazire did, like people have forgotten about his season completely. And, you know... I hate to say this, but you know, to be completely transparent and honest about this, there really is two tiers to to the year. You know, there's there's golf that's played, you know, before the Florida swing, and then there's golf that's played after the Florida swing, with the West Coast swing being the transition, Mm -hmm. Riviera, etc. In there, where guys start to show up again, right? But anything before Feb one, you know, from October to Feb one. Different can of worms, right, mm-hmm. Scully? And well, you know, you've got opportunities there. Is what I'm saying. You have a lot of opportunities, and and this this year will be different. As as a viewer, you know, to see Tiger and Phil play on Thanksgiving, that'll be mm-hmm. one. You know, there's the, you know, the Hero World Challenge. It's another, and then it's sort of you December. Know, I'm really just right thinking yeah. that maybe you and I this year at, like at the Sanderson Farms. Yeah, let's go. Take a shot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be on the bag. Uh, I'll, I was I'll, thinking, no, no, no. I'm bagging for you. The wow. way I'm hitting. It right hey, the, now. the way I'm hitting that gapper. I don't know. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right. On the other side, we will uh, touch base on our Twitter poll. Yeah, we asked you uh, hit us up at Golf Talk Canada. Do you like the new FedEx Cup system? Do you dislike it? Would you like to see it unfold a year? We'll take a look at that. Also, a little Ryder Cup talk as well. Is Bryson and Tiger a slam dunk? Is Jordan uh, going to be locked and loaded, uh, holding arms with uh, Patrick Reed, or is it a wait and see because Jordan's struggling, not making it yeah. to the? He didn't play the Tour Championship, didn't make it. <laughs> Does he play all five sessions? Does he play four with Reed and then, of course, singles? I don't know right now. Is it a wait and see? We'll jump into it next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, was brought to you by JPSM Golf, Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including Kart Tech, Moto Caddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit jpsmgolf.com. 
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC as we wrap up the front side. Yes, as Scully yes, would like to say, hour one of Golf Talk and lots to get to in hour two. We got Weeksy coming, uh, calling in, give us his take on FedEx Cup to this point. Winners, weird and what? Uh, we'll give you leaderboard updates from all the world of golf. Um, but Ryder Cup is around the corner, sure Scully. Is. And I was curious. You and I were talking off the air about this. Is Bryson and Tiger, these are the big questions I have for Team America. Mm -hmm. America, Team America. Greatest movie. movie. Uh, God, now that's going to, when I'm watching the Ryder Cup, now I'm going to be hearing that theme song in my head the whole time. (laughs) Wow. Well, that that sucks, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here are the big questions I have Is Tiger and Bryson a lock? As a pair, which is what we've been led to believe. So they, they pl- played so much practice rounds together. Bryson's a unique character, hard guy to maybe team up with. Mm-hmm. You need a very strong guy between the ears to be able to be in a team with Bryson to look at the world yep. that way. Tiger would certainly be strong enough to do that. Is that a lock for you? Uh, Tiger, how many sessions? You, you were thinking maybe three. I'm thinking four. There's no way he plays five. I, I'm thinking four personally, but maybe there's three. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. You wonder because when, when you play foursomes, you you know you're not really playing a full 18 holes of golf. You know you're playing alternate shot, right? So it's. I mean, obviously there's a lot of pressure, so that's gonna add up. Yeah, I, I would say, I would say, yeah, yeah, probably four. I mean, see, here's the thing. If 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 recent form yeah. is important for Jim Furyk and his uh, 98 assistant captains, oh, yeah. if all 99 of them agree that recent form is of importance, then their current sketch, starting with Friday morning and Friday afternoon, you got to think Friday morning and Friday afternoon, that whatever they've come up with, that's a lock. Mm-hmm. You would think. Saturday is debatable, and Sunday, where they put people, etc., is debatable still. Friday will dictate that. So Friday, I've got to think they're looking at recent form and past success. Recent form may be outweighing past success. I don't know. If that's the question, the big question is, where does Jordan Spieth fall in all this? Because if recent form has anything to do with this, and if there's a lot of weight in recent form... Then Tiger's playing a lot, and Jordan's barely seeing the ice. Yeah, you know, and yeah, as you said, his this this year has been uh, strange, different. Uh, we've never seen anything like this from Jordan Speed before. He's played with Patrick Reed in the past. Patrick Reed six one and two in the Ryder Cup. You know, you wonder if if Speed continues to struggle, does he sit and does Reed play with a Tiger? You know, imagine that pairing. You know, in, in four ball, mm-hmm. um, th- that'll be one of the curious things to see. And you look at other guys like like Bubba. Where is he been? And who wasn't really around the last time uh, Ryder Cup? He was not a part of that team. He was a part of that team as an assistant captain. Yeah, the he last has time to be an assistant. He, he was asked. not picked. He was no. the seventh ranked player in the world yeah. and was not picked. Right. As a, kind as of a injected player. himself into the yes. room. Uh, has had a horrible second half. Yeah, right. So horrible second mm-hmm. half of the season. Uh, and certainly a unique guy 
Well, he's he's definitely a different cat, if you will. And right. and as you said, you know, recent form, Phil's been brutal in the Horrible. Fed Cup playoffs. Brooks Kepka's seven. He's last place right now. Right. Patrick Reed's been awful. I mean, he's he's probably going to step it up for the Ryder Cup once things change. And then you look at the European side. Sergio Garcia, where has he been for the last three? Had, or four had a decent opening round in Portugal. Yeah, that's the first we've seen of him do yeah. anything relevant in a while. Francesco Molinari has been brutal this week yep. at, at the Tour Championship. So maybe these guys are just a little burnt out. Well, I. You know, you know, do you think? It's a lot of golf. I, it's too much golf. I've said this. I say this all the time. Yeah. It's too much golf. It's the only sport that doesn't take an off season. It's the only sport that never lets their fans miss it a little. Yeah. So what happens is the fans just tune out. Yeah. And they, they, they give themselves their own break. Yeah. And that break's coming in two weeks mm-hmm. where... You know, unless you're a hardcore, which a lot of our listeners are, so I know I'm speaking to the uh, the insane like myself. Oh, so yeah. thank you for joining us again this morning, <laughs> all you sick, twisted people that I could possibly really get along with very well because you're just as sick as I am, and that's why you're listening to Adam and I this yeah. morning. But for the non-sick, for the non-sick, for the average golf fan who's not listening to Golf Talk Canada this morning yeah. and isn't as twisted and as demented as you and I are. <laughs> They will tune out in two weeks' time. For sure. And they will tune in on occasion, maybe prime time in Hawaii because there's nothing else on. Maybe the Tiger Phil. Maybe match, Tiger Phil yeah. if they're willing to pay for That's it. True. Uh, unlikely. That's a very good Unlikely because they probably won't pay for it. They'll probably find golf again sometime after the Super Bowl, which is called Pebble Riviera, like we spoke of in the previous segment. Yeah. So, Whenever Tiger comes back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is Tory Pines. Yeah. Which is, you know what, probably say weekend uh, bye week, probably the off week, Tory Pines. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. bye week, Tory Pines. And then the following week, they go to Phoenix yeah. and it's Super Bowl and no one cares. Yeah. And then and and they care. Bye. And then now, now we're back playing golf. So, yeah. again, but the good news is we're going to hand out golf's richest prize this weekend, which people will be glued to because of Tiger. Yeah. And we'll be glued to the Ryder Cup. That's going to so be we got, And another thing before we go to break, mm-hmm. I love how they're playing. I know they're playing twosomes. And a pace of play is always something I like to watch. Yeah. They're playing in less than four hours. Yeah. That's great. Which is how golf should be played. Exactly. Which uh, you can't play almost anywhere anymore. Yeah, there's only a few clubs left that can do this anymore. It's yeah. very upsetting, and the world of golf needs to. They they keep saying they're going to address this, but here's the problem: oh, we can't even do. This. <laughs> you know what? Do we have Other an open side. segment? We don't even have an open we, segment. We'll do this. We'll do this in the future because this is an angry <laughs> yeah, rant yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll have Mike Kelly in. Perfect. From Golf yes. Ontario, and we'll have a few. We'll put. We'll put. A, this is a good off. Get a little roundtable going. This is a good off season thing. In the off season, we will have a roundtable. We'll put some 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 educated brains yeah. around this table, and we will decide. And I will yell at them as it. to why we haven't been able to fix this yet, and the challenges between growing the game mm-hmm. and also keeping pace of play. Because there's a saying I like to to do once in a while when I'm stuck in a five hour round. I've never seen a golf course crowded with so many non-golfers before. <laughs> and it's a bit of a dilemma. Enough said. Enough said. All right, on the other side, winners, weird and what? Uh, break down the FedEx Cup system. Weeksy, leaderboards from the world of golf. Lots to get to. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course. It always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. 
We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. I got to tell you, what has transpired in the last segment and since we've been out of break, I am just fired up. I am a complete maniac. I opened right up now. a whole can of words. Yeah, there, I think folks. we should just blow up the rest of the show <laughs> and just let go me to town. rant for an hour because when we got into pace of play oh, and yeah. the problems of pace of play oh. and, and the non responsibility and the, the, the non graduation of the system that we have in this country that they don't do in Europe where we just take the money and run and then wonder why we have problems has fired me up to the point where I'm ready to quit the game. <laughs> then these new rules of golf. Now, hats off to the governing bodies for at least making an attempt and recognizing that we need to simplify the game. But they've confused it as well oh, in yeah. some parts. This, this new rule you were, you know, where you go and you hit it out of bounds and instead of hitting three off the tee, you could kind of go out to the fairway and hit four. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, Adam? How has that simplified anything? Yeah. And then the drop was going to be two inches from the ground. Now it's knee height, I understand. Height, yeah. And this, you know, like, it, it just the whole thing's frustrating. There are you a know, lot when of this conversation first started, you know, maybe they won't verbalize this, but when this conversation first started a couple of years ago, the talk was they were basically going to red the golf course. There's going to be no more yellow. Mm -hmm. There was going to be no more white. Everything was going to be red staked. So out of bounds and, and yellow hazards were going to be gone. And the reason being for that, pace of play, and also that the golf world, your average golfer, your weekend warrior, plays the whole course as red anyway. Mm -hmm. They go up, they look for their ball, they can't find it, they find the nearest point of entry, they drop. That was going to be the game of golf, regardless of where Absolutely. you hit it. Yep. That was going to be the game of golf. And regardless of what the rules are, regardless of what you write down in your little book, guess what? That's still going to be what every average golfer does. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's like an 18 handicap, 25 handicap, even a better player, even 12, 13 handicaps that don't take the game seriously, they go out and play 10 times a year, guess what they're doing? Take a guess. They're walking at point of entry. They're taking two club lengths. They're dropping the ball. They don't care what you wrote in your book. Mm -hmm. They don't care what you did around your table after your months of tapping into. If you were months of gathering information from the world of golf, how many emails have you gotten in the last 14 months <laughs> about, we want your opinion. We are getting gathering information. You listen to nobody. <laughs> If you were gathering information from people who play golf, you would have heard exactly what I told you. Just go out to a public golf course in any city in North America on any Saturday, say nothing, speak to no one, and watch what happens when a guy hits one into a backyard. And that's all you would have had to do. And this goes back to the conversation we've had four or five times. If we were running this, uh, you know, it would make things simple. If yeah. you let Golf yeah. Talk Canada yeah. become the supreme dictator of everything golf, I like it. You're going to be angry at first because you're yeah. going to say, well, 
These just stick. And then you know what? In three months, you're going to go. The air is cleaner. Yeah. The wine's better. The food tastes better. Most importantly, of course. I should have given up all control of the world of golf to Golf Talk Canada years Mm -hmm. ago. I'd be in a better place. Absolutely. All right. Breathe. Okay, I I need to breathe. I need to take a (laughs) breath. It's time for 3-Dub, Winner's Weird and What, and thank God, Adam, the tea is yours. So, So what do I do, just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. I'm just going to get some uh, oxygen here for you. I uh, <laughs> just yeah, lost just my mind. your nose up your mouth. <sighs> anyway, so, winner's weird and what? Yes, my winner this week, we've seen some great sketches from uh, comedian Connor Moore from, yes. uh, from the Golf Channel. Yes. And uh, our, our social media guru, Chris McKee, yes. uh, asked Dustin Johnson a question about him at, at the uh, Canadian Open and uh, DJ he actually showed some personality and laughed and actually, you know, he said he watched it. And so he came out Connor Moore came out with another sketch this week, and it's an ode to the Anchorman fight scene. Anchorman, one of the greatest films of all time. You learn a lot intellectually from Anchorman. Uh, and uh, so it's a great fight scene. So he he portrays Tiger, Phil, Bubba, and DJ taking on Poulter, Rory, Fleetwood, and Sergio. <laughs> There's a lot of great things. I can't get into everything. Are we going to use it this week on our one-hour TV show? I think we should. Okay. I think that's a great. That's a right. great idea. All right. You just take it right now. Make it my winner. Yes. And we'll run with it, or we'll, we'll make it one of it. my weird or what's or something. Yes. And we'll show it this week on TV. I'll, I will say one of the lines uh, from Anchorman um, from Ben Stiller: the one rule: no touching of the hair or face. <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood <laughs> has the same line. Does he? With the beard, with the lo- with the locks, it is actually hilarious. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. And oh, yeah. I am so sick and twisted. I am one of the few people that you'll ever hear say, I also love Anchorman 2. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I dragged Mrs. Golf Talk Canada Anchorman 2. I am laughing out loud for two hours <laughs> while she stone cold faced me, faced me for two hours. Like, I'll never get this two hours of my life back. Yeah, that that's another discussion. That, uh, yeah, that was quite a unique uh, film. Speaking of unique, uh, my weird this week, uh, Bryson DeChambeau uh, has done some interesting things, uh, you know, with uh, uh, throughout the year. You know, we know he uses a uh, all of his irons have one length, yada, yada, yada. So he was seen on the range this week. Oh, God. Spraying his balls with his golf balls. Excuse me? Spraying (laughs) his golf balls with water. Sorry. Spraying his golf balls with water to to simulate morning dew. Um, I'll I'll say that one more time. He was spraying his golf balls on the range with water to simulate morning dew. Who in the right mind would think of that? You're, you've got you're killing me now. Yeah, I, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. unique, Adam. He, he's unique. Uh, golf balls. Yes. Uh, yes. Three times. Golf balls. Okay. Golf balls. Golf so balls. Bryson DeChambeau, uh, a very interesting uh, way to simulate morning dew. Yes. On... Actually, I did have people asking me what he was doing on the range, and I said I really don't know. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. You're what? <laughs> This has been electric so yeah. far. Uh, my what? Uh, talk about some dedication here. Larry Fitzgerald, NFL receiver, uh, stopped his media scrum because he was looking at, he was watching live video of Tiger Woods 
on Thursday making eagle putt. He was answering a question and said, hey, guys, wait a second, mm-hmm. and looked down at his phone and yes. said, hey, wait, Tiger Woods is yeah. putting for birdie. Tiger, oh, it's, it's an eagle. Oh, he made it. Yeah. So we stopped this media scrum to do this. We'll show this again on Golf Talk Can to tell That's all, again, the Tiger effect, right? Yes, yes. The, 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 the Tiger effect is big. I can't get over Bryson DeChambeau here. Uh, <sighs> but in any case, uh, Mark, now the tea is yours. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Well, the, tr- the truth is, thank you for that, Adam, because I was heading in a dark hole for the rest of the day with my angry rant at the USGA that's, that's what I'm here. and governing bodies. And now, with your Bryson DeChambeau weird, have yeah. you have now made me happy again. <laughs> so thank you, Adam, for that. Uh, my winner this week... Oliver Fisher. Oh, yes. Portugal Masters. uh, The first ever 59 shot on the European Tour. So the trend of uh, 60 and the breaking of 60 in professional golf over the last six years is just, you know, been ramped up to the point where you know we saw 58, we're seeing 59s every year, and uh, now it has finally happened on the European Tour, and Oliver uh, grazed the edge uh, from an eagle putt from 40 feet that would have been 58, uh, barely uh, barely missed, almost found darkness, so congratulations. Yeah, to I was going to say, a near 58, but are you surprised it's taken this long to see a 59 on the European Tour? Yeah, you know why I, I believe it's... It, I'm a little surprised with that, and this is not a shot of the European Tour because I love the European Tour, and I and I think they do a wonderful job. I think Keith Pelly, who's a former TSN executive, has done an except, exceptional yeah. job. Uh, I know Bob's always a big fan of Keith, so he's a, uh, not afraid to go outside the box, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. try new things. But overall, on the European Tour, they do play some golf courses on the European Tour that, from a North American standard, would be considered soft. Where you know they're not the hardest golf courses in the world. They'll play at some really high altitudes. Uh, the greens are running at ten. The greens are soft, so the players can play darts. They're not worried about that first mm-hmm. bounce, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So when you consider those things, plus the quality of players, I am surprised. Yeah, I am. Taking a long time. It has. My weird this week. You want to talk about weird? Max Rutluff. German uh, golf yes. professional on the web.com tour trying to get his PGA Tour card. Max opens up his first round this week on the web.com tour finals and shoots a 10 on the par 4 fourth. He makes a 10, Adam. Double this digits. Is a professional golfer makes a 10, and he had to chip in. For that ten, he a actually zero putt in ten. A zero putt <laughs> ten. You don't think that's weird enough that he hold out for a ten? Six over par on a par four? He goes on to shoot 70, one under par on that round. He made a 10 and shot one under. Went on to make an additional seven birdies, bogey-free the rest of the way. Unbelievable day for Max Rutloff. Unbelievable. Think about that. He makes a 10. He's six over on one hole and posts a one under par 70. That's absolutely incredible. Just to keep the brain brain in in a space where they can still perform. Absolutely incredible. And my what this week, and not to open up a big can of worms or a huge <laughs> discussion, but I was thinking about it and the Tiger effect yes. with with Fitzgerald. What if Tiger wins mm. this week? What if he adds one more victory, number 80, to his PGA Tour career? He's already second all-time. This would just get him too, too closer to that Sam Snead record of all-time wins of 82. Right. What if he wins? And I mean what if he wins in the sense of, is it the greatest comeback of all time? 
What does it do to TVA, uh, PGA Tour broadcast rights? Currently, right now, there is not a PGA Tour broadcast rights holder in Canada as we currently speak. Mm. Now, there are people talking. Do I know where those talks are at? I know a little bit. Maybe. Nothing I'm going to talk about over the air. Yes. But I know things are going on. I know there's digital rights through a discovery group, Discovery Channel Digital, the different Discovery Channel is the one you understand on, on, on your on your cable box, that did a huge global digital rights for PGA Tour over-the-top delivery of content. PGA Tour Live, channel that I work for on occasion, part of the PGTour.com, PGA Tour Radio, PGA Tour Entertainment family. Uh, you know, I'm an, I, they're an employer of mine. What does it do to delivering content? And what happens to those prices when you want to see Tiger Woods play an early round coverage on a Thursday morning all of a sudden, and the only place you can see it is PGA Tour Live? What if Tiger wins this week? What does it do? What is the trigger financially? I would love to see. It's way above my pay grade. I would love to figure out, get a group of actuaries in a room, and figure out what the zeros to the golf community what does it mean? Not just the PG Tour, to the golf community, to manufacturers, to broadcasters, to rights holders, to shows like us, to public golf courses, people playing golf. What does it do to, to the golf industry if Tiger wins and Tiger all of a sudden has a chance to be that guy who wins three or four times again next mm-hmm. year, which this might mean, Adam? What is the financial implication of that? What is the big... I would love that. I bet you it would be shockingly high. I think it'd be incredibly high as well. And, you know, it, it goes to the the average sports fan is going to tune in if Tiger Woods is in contention. You look at, I, I do a lot of work in the Sports Center newsroom. If Tiger's playing, you know, hey, how's Tiger doing? How's Tiger doing? It, every, everyone cares. It, if, it's, if it's the whatever open, no one c- goes anywhere near the golf because they don't care about it as much as if Tiger Woods was in the field. And if Tiger does win this week, it's a very significant tournament. It's not like he's winning, you know, more of a random. T- he's winning the Tour Championship, and he could win the best. FedEx Cup he's as well. The Thirty best, you know, and he earned his way to get here. This has been, as he said, one of his most gratifying years to go from a year ago. Right now, we were sitting together at the Presidents Cup press conference mm-hmm. when he said, "I'm not sure what my future in golf right. is." We didn't think he might not play again. And he goes out 21st in the world now. If he wins, he goes to 13th in the world, right. 1,198. In a year from now, he could be number one. Yeah, I- I- I'm saying that. It's, I'm the guy who called his retirement. I know. Okay. Isn't that nuts? We're running super late. We're going to have Weeksy come on shortly, uh, a couple segments from now. I have a question for you and Bob when Bob comes on. It's a Tiger-related question. And I'm sorry, you know, we don't like Tiger to hijack the show. We don't want to be like, you know, any other, every other golf channel plan. But he moves the needle, and we could be on it. We could be close to an historic weekend, so we need to touch on this. On the other side, though, we will give you the nuts and bolts of the new FedEx Cup system. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Don't wait to play one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Pay $500 towards your 2019 membership and play the rest of 2018 for free. Visit cedarbraygolfclub.com today. 
Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back. GTC, Golf Talk Canada, Zacchino with Scully Weeksy joining us shortly from Ottawa. And uh, changes to the FedEx Cup. Yeah. Uh, big changes. First off, uh, top of the bat, the winner of the FedEx Cup starting next year, Skull, will get $15 million instead of $10 million. So a $5 million increase just to the winner alone. Mm-hmm. The overall pool of money they're playing for has gone up. Also, there will be a regular season incentive, which I really like. Absolutely agree. Because you've, you've, you've been the leader after all this time, and now there's going to be a $2 million bonus, and then bonuses down through the top 10 for the regular season. So lots of money. The money component of this, the regular season component of this, uh, I really like. And I think everybody's fine with that. For sure. Here's where it gets interesting, and here's what our Twitter poll was about. And here's where I've been getting some negative reaction from the common golf fan. Uh, PGA Tour has a desire to hand out one trophy at the end of the Tour Championship, and the person who wins the Tour Championship would also be the winner of the FedEx Cup. They want a system that reflects that. They did not like Shoffley walking away with one trophy and JT walking away with another one last year. They think it's too confusing for the golf fan. Next year, heading into the Tour Championship only, the final playoff event, one of three playoff events, keep in mind, the now will be 125 will go to the Northern Trust, 70 will go to the BMW Championship, 30 will go to Eastlake, after we've eliminated now, obviously, what used to be uh, the Dell Technologies. The first place player in the FedEx Cup will head to Eastlake at 10 under. Yeah. Second place will head to Eastlake at 8 under. Third place 7, fourth place 6, fifth place 5th, 6 to 10, 4 under. 11 to 15, 3 under, 16 to 22 under, 20 to 25 1 under and 26 to 30th place will start the Tour Championship at even. So you have a predetermined score. You have spotted shots yep. to certain players to start the Tour Championship. Whoever wins the Tour Championship wins the entire thing. To put that in current form with our existing leaderboard of Justin Rose and Tiger Woods that are currently tied at 7-under, under the new system, Justin Rose would be 17-under par and Tiger Woods would be 9-under par. Tiger Woods would have to make up 8 shots over the next 2 days over Justin Rose to win the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship under the 2019 system. As of right now, our Twitter universe says 38% I hate this. 36% says let me see a year. And in final spot, in the third spot, the last choice, 26% says I love it. Simple math. Only a few minutes left here before we wrap up the segment. I know we went long in segment five. It was just too good. Uh, Scully, give me your nuts and bolts on this. Give me your your coals and oats. At first, it was really weird, and then I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. But to see someone lead, it's almost like, is it an official PGA Tour win? If you start 10 shots ahead? They are going, here's what I have been told. I have been told from the PGA Tour that the Tour Championship will be recognized as an official PGA Tour win. What will not be recognized is the official World Golf Ranking is not going to give points for the event. See, that's where, like, this is just weird. Like, with that, I think, I I know we don't have much time left, but Mm -hmm. I I know, I, I think a different way you could do this is whether you start with 125 or 70 and you you play the two or three events and just have a cumulative score. Right. So let's say, you know, in week one, Justin Rose shoots one over, then he's 
10 under and then you know 12 under. So so you add those up and that's his score. So you do it for all 125 guys, and so they play each of the three weeks. Right. So you just add up I all see the what scores. You're saying. Yeah. So, so may, I don't know. Like it's something different. So it's like a it's like a four week tournament or a three week yeah. tournament as opposed. Yeah. To, I don't know. Like it's. I feel like this is just too. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's something different. It's I'm, different. I'm curious to see it next year. It, for it's sure. different. I it's, it's. I tell you one thing. It's simple to understand. That's if that's the one thing. If you just tuned into golf for the first time, yeah. you could figure it out. Yeah. I don't know if that necessarily means a good thing. Uh, one of our uh, our listeners hit us up on Twitter suggesting that, listen, the, the best way to go here is you don't have 30 at Tour Championship. You have 32, and you play a match play bracket. Uh, the, the only fear of a match play bracket is, you know, as, as we've seen many times at uh, the World Match Play, the Dell Match Play in, in Austin, Texas, and, and in previous years at La Costa and wherever yeah. they've had it, the only challenge with match play is, you know, what if you have Gary Woodland against Aaron Wise in the final on Sunday for yeah. the Tour Championship? You and I are going to watch it. The gentleman that uh, hit us up on Twitter who listens to Golf Talk Canada is certainly going to watch it. Uh, the rest of the world is no. not going to watch it. Your TV numbers would absolutely come to abysmal crash. And when you're FedEx and you have cut a check that is so bloody obscene that people won't even talk about the size of the, that FedEx check to the PGA Tour and your grand finale is Gary Woodland and Aaron Wise, that check ain't being cut the next year. And that's the problem with mm-hmm. the match play mm-hmm. scenario. And it always has been. For sure. It always absolutely. Has been. All right. We'll get into this a little further on the other side because we have Weeksy calling in from his marathon in Ottawa. We'll get Bob's take on the new uh, system, the match play, if he agrees with the whole hey, wise woodland. And I got a Tiger Woods question for Love both it. of you. Love that it. We will jump into on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Don't wait to play one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Pay $500 towards your 2019 membership and play the rest of 2018 for free. Visit cedarbraygolfclub.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Zucchino in studio alongside Adam Scully. But joining us now from Ottawa, there for the Ottawa Marathon. I hope he's currently not running. I just, you know, well, I, don't hey, want, I mean, he does run a lot. He does run a lot. I don't want, you know, I hope we haven't interrupted like mile eight or something. But <laughs> joining us now, Bob Weeks from Ottawa. Weeksy, how's it going this morning? Uh, kilometer 21, guys. When do you get going? When does it start? The race is tomorrow. This is actually the Army Run, it's called, and it's uh, put on by the Canadian Armed Forces, oh, uh, the Army. Nice. Army. And so uh, I'm just down at the – I'm actually right now – I'm staring at the Parliament buildings as I'm talking to you. So uh-huh. I'm down uh, by City Hall here in Ottawa, and the uh, Army is out in full display, showing off a lot of their fancy uh, 
stuff that they got here. There's going to be a big turnout tomorrow morning to uh, to go for a little run. So well, good. do me a favor. If you're outside the Parliament Building, can you go in and ask uh, Justin, considering it's the Army run, they loosen up some money for the veterans, Bob? Thanks. Just, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's right. He actually ran this race last year. Oh. So was, there's some, some talk that he may uh, he may come out for a little little sprint around tomorrow, so we'll see well, what happens. I can see Bob just just taking that photo op and just burning Trudeau, just yeah. running by him, just yeah. leaving him in the dust. Yeah. Uh, just, just taking a selfie as he's as running Taking the selfie yeah. as he's running by yeah. and leaving him in the there dust. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Bob, uh, Twitter poll this morning was, do you like the new FedEx Cup system? And 36% right now completely hate what they currently understand about the new FedEx Cup system. 33% suggest they want to see a year of it before they make a decision. And 31% love it, simple math. So pretty close right now to a third, a third, a third. But regardless of that, by the true numbers, last place is love it. What was your initial reaction to the changes when you first saw them, and how have you? How do you feel about it now after you've had a week to digest this? Uh, my my reaction was twofold, kind of. One was the first thing that came to mind was, boy, this is like now it's a net event <laughs> because this guy, <laughs> the, the leader's getting ten. He's ten shots. He's got to give up ten shots. So uh, that was my first kind of thought, and and the second, you know, so I thought it was kind of gimmicky, but I also thought it made a lot of sense from the standpoint of trying to understand it because let's face it when we're watching this right now on the weekend when the leaderboard comes up your, your eyes are going to the right side of the screen to find out what's going on in the tour championship and the left side of the screen to that little projected finish banner mm-hmm. so you're kind of trying to put everything in place in two different competitions that are going on at the same time and if it can make it easier then then i'm all for it i'm not sure this is gonna this is gonna pull that off or not i'm not sure if you guys saw the projected standings yep. for yeah. what the tour would look like right now i'm sure you probably yeah. went over that this morning so yeah. justin rose would have a six shot lead so yeah. you know there's there's a lot less drama in that than and what not, we got and, right now and aid on tiger yeah and 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 what we got right now is is more interesting more captivating because you got tiger and justin rose tied and you're not necessarily thinking as much about uh about the uh the, the fedex cup finale although that might happen a little bit more when we get closer to sunday's final round yeah, that's for sure. But uh, I mean, as it stands right now, this year, uh, Tiger Woods is uh, tied for the lead, sixty-five, uh, sixty-eight uh, thus far. Uh, Bob, Mark, and I were talking earlier in the show how his round yesterday he turned what maybe earlier in the year would have been between a seventy-two and seventy-four. He turned it into a sixty-eight despite a late uh, double bogey. From uh, from what you did see uh, from Tiger uh, yesterday, uh, what did you see from him first of all? And it, it just seems like. Like his game has really progressed, you know, in the last month or two for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of thinking back to uh, the first chance he had to win at Valspar, and let's remember that 18th hole. Remember, yep. he needed a birdie to tie, mm-hmm. and he had a shot. He, he didn't really have a. Um, he didn't really feel good about hitting the driver off that off that tee into a smaller area to give himself a, a shorter iron. Remember, he ended yep. up hitting in like a five or six iron into the green and, and left himself 25 or 30 feet. And I, and I go back to that now, and I think of Tiger now. I don't think this, if Tiger was in that position today, he would hit that same kind of shot. He would play that hole the same way. And that, to me, is kind of the biggest difference. I think he now he's comfortable with, A, his body. He knows what it can do. He's comfortable with his new clubs. I think he's got those all figured out. He knows what's going on there. And I think he's kind of mentally back into the groove where he can focus in and keep that focus for 18 holes. Um, and so when you put those three things together, I mean, this is the best he's looked to me for, 
for really since since day one. And he's had some good runs, obviously, at the PGA probably being the best. But I think this is the best he's looked from from a, a complete bag standpoint. Yeah, and really, with the exception of uh, Fi- uh, Firestone, when, and Scully and I spoke about this off the top today, with the exception of Firestone, really, you got to go back before the British Open to really find a golf tournament that he's participated in that he hasn't really had at some point throughout the week an honest shot at winning the golf tournament. Maybe not super late on Sunday, but he was kind of part of the storyline, looked like he had a shot to win in, in pretty much every event with the exception of, of, of Bridgestone, uh, yet he hasn't won yet. Now, Bob, I, I brought up the fact of if you were to win this week, if you were to figure out a way to get this done over the last 36 holes from a financial standpoint, what would that actually mean to the world of golf in the next 12 months? I bet the number would be off the chart. But my question for both you and Scully is this. If Tiger Woods wins the Tour Championship, if he beats out the top 29 other players of the year, beats out world number one over the last 36 holes, on Thursday morning of Augusta in April, Tiger Woods has how many wins, including the Tour Championship? How many wins does he have? And is he the favorite at Augusta if he were to win? Wow. How many wins? Because in my mind, he's got three wins. Woo. At least, I, I think he's got the Tour Championship plus two more. And I bet you that Vegas has him as the betting favorite at Augusta. If if he were to nail this down over the last 36. Well, let's uh, let's take a couple of those things in order there. Uh, I think I think he'll have at least one more win. If he wins this week, I think there'll be at least one more. I'm not sure what kind of a schedule he's going to play, but let's not forget that he's got a, a couple of spots on that list leading into Augusta where he's had some success, namely Torrey Pines. We'll see what he can do there this year as opposed to – or next year as opposed to this year. But I agree. I think there'll be one more. Uh, in terms of, of the financial commitment, you know, this would be – this would be. I think a lot of people would be, would be happier if this – win came at the start of the year rather than the end of the year because we got the, the, the Ryder Cup and then we're basically going to shut down for a little while so it'll be out of, soda, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, but, but once January comes around again, I think we'll ramp it up. And then in terms of the betting favorite, I would say yes, he will be the betting favorite. But in terms of the overall favorite, I think it might depend on who does what leading into Augusta. But he's got to be either 1 or 1A, I would think, in terms of of what the, what the people are going to put their money down on, because I don't see how, I mean, he's such a popular guy, people are going to want to bet on him, right? Well, of course, and, and you know, going into this year's Masters, Tiger was the betting favorite after what he did uh, <laughs> in March, which is crazy to think now that he was only playing for, you know, three or four months competitively, and now he's the favorite to win the Masters. I, I also think he'll have one, if he does go on to win this week, he'll have one additional victory. I think it'll be a Bay Hill. And as we've discussed, you know, this year, if it's been a process for Tiger, to almost learn how to win again, you know, he, he's had these these close calls, the Open Championship, Valspar, Bay Hill, when he blew it out of bounds left. Uh, is the, it, you know, is this going to be the week where, especially on a golf course where they're not really going crazy low, Bob, that that Tiger might have the best chance to get it done? Well, you know, I, I think, and I've, I've said this before to you guys, and and we've talked about this, Mark, on TV, is nope. talk about Tiger getting his game back, Tiger getting his swing back, Tiger getting his testing out his back and his clubs. We always forget that he's got to learn the mental side of the game. He's been so long that he's really... That was a big step. Uh, and I think some of those earlier losses were a result of that, were a result of just not thinking properly or the way he used to think where he was almost foolproof. And I think you're right, Adam. I think you know he, he's learning how to win again, and that's, that's the big step. But I think a tougher golf course, a tougher challenge... 
Well, we've lost so Bob. mentally and uh, now as we're seeing with his game as well. Now, Bob, thanks. Uh, you were breaking up a little bit on us there. You must be in my uh, a kilometer 23 by now. So <laughs> thanks for taking the time, Bob. We'll see you in studio for our one-hour Ryder Cup preview show. Uh, have a great run. Enjoy your weekend up there, and uh, we'll see you in studio on Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks, Bob. We see. I'm just doing some math here, Scully. Why, why, why Bob's chin was playing the piano there? I that, think I don't know that's, what. <laughs> that's a scary thought. <laughs> so we've got. Uh, let's assume that Tiger does not play uh, any time in the fall, which I think he will. I think he will play once at least this fall. I really do. But let's assume he doesn't. Okay. Give him the Hero World Challenge. Let's let's count the Hero World Challenge. Okay. Hero World Challenge. Yep. Tory Pines, Riviera, okay, uh, possibly one more on the West Coast, maybe not. Let's throw that out. Yeah. But let, there is a possible. That's three, okay. Gonna play Bay Hill. Yeah. Gonna play yep. a Players Championship. For sure. Okay, that's one, two, three, four, five. Going to play match play. Hundred percent. That's six. He's committed to Mexico already as well. Okay, that's seven. Yep. So we have somewhere between seven on the bottom end and t- somewhere between seven to ten starts between mm-hmm. now and Augusta. Could be as high as 11. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of golf for a guy who's in contention, seems, almost every week. Well, especially, you know, as, as he said, he's been sort of in maintenance mode because he says he just loses all this weight when he's walking around in all, right. in all the heat and he's, he hasn't been... You know, getting, I love when he says says this, his powerful lifts going. You know, right. He, he yeah, so wait, like, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, he's activating the glutes again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's now that he has his body, knock on wood, figured out, um, you know, he's got the clubs too and Danny. He's got the, the the older shaft in the driver. He's, he's dialed up the loft a little bit. So he's he maybe not hitting it quite as far. Pretty uh, close yesterday. Longest drive close. of the day on 18 yesterday. Yeah. 337. Yeah. Yeah. I will say but this. He's got too. the control fate, sorry. Right. I, I will say this, though, too. The key to my question to you and Bob, the yeah. key to my question was if he wins this week. And the reason I say the key to my question is that is because winning breeds winning. For sure. And you need to get over that first hump. We've seen it over the years with guys trying to win for the first time. We saw it with David Duvall. Dave Duvall had a large bucket of second place finishes and top fives. He couldn't get over the hurdle. As soon as he won, he vaulted to world number one. He went on a tear, Dave mm-hmm. Duvall. Tiger is, even though he's one of the greatest of all time, that's the psyche right now. He has to break through the wall. He has to run through yeah. the ribbon. He has to cross the finish line. Once he does that, I think it opens up a different scenario, a different can of worms. It's the same thing with guys trying to win their first major. Yeah. You look at Rory McIlroy, right? 2011 Masters, yeah. shoots 43 on the back nine to shoot 80. Goes out in the U.S. Open two months later, wins by eight. Right. You know, right. You got to lose. You got to lose. Right? Yeah, and that is a big wall to break through. When Tiger breaks it, yeah. Or if Tiger, I think it's when, but if or when, which could be this week. It could be this week. Changes a lot. Changes yeah. a lot of the. Scenario, the dialogue, the way the golf world looks at Tiger. Uh, it looks like a guy who could realistically get back to number one in the world. And if he does win this week, it's going to turn a Ryder Cup preview show into a Tiger Woods perspective show <laughs> slash Ryder, Ryder Cup, Cup preview, preview show. On the other side, we'll update all leaderboards from the world of golf. We actually preview what is a 60-minute Golf Talk Canada television yes. this week. This is GTC. 
This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back, GTC, as we wrap up the show. Scully sitting in for Weeksy as he's been doing a ton this year in me, so always doing a great job. Adam wearing Thank you. like 500 hats, as always. It. That's what we do here on Golf Absolutely. Talk Canada. Uh, let's get you caught up on all leaderboards in the world of golf, starting with the Tour Championship, East Lake, the FedEx Cup, the big finale, Justin Rose and Tiger Woods tied at seven under par, and currently Rose would project to win the FedEx Cup, Tiger projecting at two, but it's all about who wins the Tour Championship right now as people want Tiger to complete the comeback, 36 to go. They got a two-shot lead over Rory McIlroy and a three-shot lead over a host of players at four under that include Justin uh, Thomas and John Rahm. There's just a lot of golf to go here at East Lake, but the world will be glued to the Tour Championship. Adam, history this morning on PJ Tour Latino America. Some history this morning in a Canadian way. The Brazil Open PJ Tour Latino America. Congratulations to Canadian Drew Nesbitt, the first 59 in PGA Tour Latino America history. That is incredible. He did it with a hole in one and a bogey. Wow. But what might be the craziest thing about this is what he shot in the first round. What was he? He's gone 79 59. Come on. 79 59. That is, uh, that I've never, that's unheard of. So he shot 20 shots. 20 shots. He shot, so he's currently tied for 29th. 79 59. Wow. No, there you have it. His back nine. I want to read his back nine here. Three one four four three four three three three. Unbelievable. A smooth twenty eight. Unbelievable. Wow. And golf, what a stupid game. <laughs> All right, and uh, Web.com Tour Championship. Your last chance to stamp your ticket to the PGA Tour. Look who's at the top of the leaderboard, looking like he might find his way back to the PGA Tour. A U.S. Open champion who has gone through a lot of injuries and health issues over the last year or two. Lucas Glover leads the way with 64-64, and that is good for a one-shot lead heading to the weekend. Ben Silverman looking to punch his ticket back to the PGA Tour and be the seventh Canadian on the PGA Tour for this upcoming season. He is projected at 23, just inside that last 25. Silverman at 11 under par. Uh, only other Canadian that has a real shot right now, David Hearn, and a real shot is a bit of a stretch. Hearnsey projecting at 56. He needs a monster weekend, Hearn. He needs to move up. What is that? Give me the quick math on this one. At least 31 spots Ooh. over the next 36 holes for Hearn to get back to the PGA Tour with full status. He'll have conditional, like he did this year, mm -hmm. but have full status and join the other seven. Needs to move up 31 spots. Who knows? Maybe a 59 from David Hearn as there you well. Go. That could really it could happen. Uh, lastly, European Tour Portugal uh, Masters. Lucas Herbert is your leader. Uh, it's currently still in progress. He's a two-shot lead. Oliver Fisher, who shot that uh, 59 yesterday, he's even through 11 holes, currently six shots off the pace. Canadian Austin Connolly missed the cut. Ah, too bad for Austin. He uh, showed some good form last he week, sure and uh, maybe he'll uh, get it going back again in the other direction 
mm-hmm. as they tune down towards their race to Dubai yes. coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, they'll be wrapping up their schedule in the next, uh, what, about month and a half as well? It never ends in the European Yeah, but it never ends, period. Yeah. It's just constantly going. Yeah. Um, only a few minutes left here in today's show. We will be back this week. Only two weeks last, uh, left of Golf Talk Canada television. Of course, radio stays with you 12 months a year on Golf Talk Canada radio. But only two weeks of GTC TV left. We will have a Christmas special for Golf Talk Canada as well as we always do. But two weeks left in our regular season. A 60-minute Ryder Cup preview show and a 60-minute Ryder Cup wrap-up show airing, uh, of course, the next two weeks on TSN television. Tour championship. 36 holes to go. Tiger tied for the lead with Justin Rose. Only a couple minutes left. Scully... What's your gut tell you? Any predictions before we wrap up today's show? Does Tiger get it done? Is win 80 coming at Eastlake? You know, I, uh, I've i had some bold predictions in the past about Tiger Woods playing the Hero World Challenge. It was one of my bolder That ones. was huge. That was huge. Maybe huge. the biggest production, uh, biggest prediction of the year. Maybe. Maybe. Thank you. Uh, I, I really think he's going to do this. I, I have a good feeling about I have a good feeling about this. <laughs> Thanks, and, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got to, you know, just because the golf course is playing so hard, his short game is in such good form. He's been driving the golf ball pretty well. He turned a 74 into a 68 yesterday. His game uh, is looking pretty darn good. And his putter, he's making a lot of putts on fast greens. And he's been good, obviously, with that Scotty Cameron over the years on fast greens. I'm going to go with you. Uh, it's happening. I don't want to be a homer. I don't want to be that guy. But I, I think it's happening. And I think it happens today. And what I mean by that is I think somehow Tiger gains separation today. I think Justin Rose's short game will let him down. I think Rory will have a hard time keeping momentum going sitting in thick Bermuda. And I think Tiger Woods could find himself with a two to three shot lead mm-hmm. heading into Sunday. And I think he just wants it so bad yeah. that he's just going to close the door on this. So yeah. hopefully we're talking about this. Hopefully. Extensively. Extensively on our Ryder Cup preview show. Scully, thanks again for Thank doing you, it my as friend. always. I'll see you this week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm off with Marty to win the child parent at the Toronto Hunt. Wow. And jam it down Mrs. GTC and Angry Mike's throat. There wow. is going to be Trash blood talk. in the Zucchino household this Uh-oh. week. There's only one champion team in our house, and it's Marty <laughs> and yours truly. You're going down. The rest of you going down. I hate to squash my wife and my father like that, but I'm sorry. There's no no time for love. There's no I in team, but there's an I in win. That's right, baby. (laughs) Just win, baby. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, first good decision of the golf course. It always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca.